0: Today's episode of the Film Stage show is brought to you by Mubi, the online streaming cinema. For your free 30-day trial, go to mubi.com/filmstage. back, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of the Film Stage Show, the movie review podcast for filmstage.com. As always, I'm your host, Brian J. Rowan. With me today, we have Michael Snydell. Michael Snydell. I love heavily digitized pop punk. <laughs> I really thought you were going
1: to stay together for the kids, Brian.
0: No, I decided to go with the classic Alkaline Trio song, Stupid Kid. Michael, was there a reason that you didn't answer for so long? <laughs>
2: I, my my mic wasn't on, you know. Okay, just n- make sure. I wanted to make the sure we only, didn't have to address anything. The only Alkaline Trio one I know is about the dog shitting razor blades. Oh
0: yeah, shaking like a dog shitting razor blades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another great one I was thinking of using, but it's more like staying together even though everything is terrible. Um, it's blue oh. in the face okay it's a great song people (laughs) should uh listen to it the final line is um so what do you say your coffin or mine oh classic alkaline trio imagery there (laughs) sure Um, who else is on here we got bill graham
3: i do not have pie no pie
0: (laughs) certainly if you did you did not make it um
3: we also have our special
0: guest today it's our benevolent lord and master jordan raup hello hello thank you for having me on Uh, thank you for joining us last minute yeah absolutely (laughs) we had intended to do waves today we ended up not doing waves today (laughs) (laughs) uh will we be doing waves in the future
2: Yeah, next next
0: week okay this
2: time of year is just hard (laughs)
0: this time of year sucks um
1: We've been talking. I hate having th- so many movies that are worth talking about. Out it sucks. We
2: uh, <laughs> we, t-
0: we talked earlier <laughs> uh, a couple of episodes ago about like screener season and how awful it is because you just get snowed under all of these screeners. Um, and it you works. have to watch them. And then you you, you know, guys really need to check
1: your privilege. Every time I listen yeah. to it and just hear you guys <laughs> talking about your screeners, I just get mad.
0: We're just inside baseball as shit. We are overprivileged. It is that type of thing where it's like. If I make another million dollars, I'm gonna go up into another tax bracket. Um, Can you believe
2: all the swag we got this season? Jeez.
0: Speaking of that, I am getting a raise at work, and it is pushing me into a new tax bracket, and I am furious about it. <laughs> oh
3: my God. Just give it away, donate it. I can't Just give it away. The government's already
0: for a, bon- a Noah
1: Baumbach movie to be talking.
0: Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah it's a good thing that we've begun by talking about privilege because we are indeed talking about a noah baumbach movie um <clears throat> on that subject though of privilege and screeners uh the washington film critics uh, association awards were just uh, announced like 10 minutes ago whoa guess what won best film uh, mm, the irishman parasite parasite guess what won yeah. best foreign film Not parasite. pain and glory it's *Parasite* again. Oh, Parasite. <laughs> nah. okay. Well, because LA so, film critics also announced like today, it. and they split it. They they yeah. did
1: not do *Parasite* for foreign.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, we. I mean, we gave it to *Parasite*, and then we gave it to *Parasite* again. So, um, I mean, we all liked *Parasite*. Even Michael Snidell, who was incredibly lukewarm, still claims it's going to be on his top ten. <laughs>
2: I said it was good. I'm just
3: not rapturous about it like a lot of people. Um, but You're not rapturous about anything. That's the problem. <laughs> no, that's not
2: true. It's not true.
0: But uh, I'll just plug my circle. So if you go to WAFCA.com, you can see all of our awards. And uh, Best Actor was won by Adam Driver for Marriage Story, which is what we are talking about today. And I saw one screenplay, too, for you guys. Yes. Oh, you already looked at all these. Yes. I'm looking now. Oh, awesome. All right, now we can talk about the reason that we're all here. That's marriage story. It's the brand new film from writer director Noah Bombach. Stars Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson, amongst many, many other great actually, there's a deep bench of a great a great actors
2: in this
3: yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. I mean Wallace Shaw is in <laughs>
0: this and he You got yeah. your Wallace Shawn's, you know. You got your, Hiding Ray Liotta. <laughs> Silver That's Fox angry. Ray Liotta.
3: Old. I think like I'm good.
0: Yeah. Or Dern. Yeah. Or Dern, she's in there. Uh that guy who always plays an asshole. Does everyone know who I'm talking about?
3: You're talking about the second Ad lawyer? Driver?
0: No, no, no. Jesus. <laughs> 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 Zoom. Ah. Got him.
3: <laughs> no,
0: it's the it's like the paralegal for Ray Liotta's character. Yeah,
3: that's what that's the second lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I thought know you meant Alan Alda. No, 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 no.
0: Anyway, clearly there's a lot of lawyers in this film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This movie is about the uh, divorce of a couple played by Driver and Scarlett Johansson and Spoilers, how they advocate man. it and what it does to their family. I know. It's a film called Marriage Story, but paradoxically, well, uh, it's about a divorce. That's crazy. <laughs> Guys, isn't it crazy? Anyway... <laughs> all right that's the trailer for marriage story it's on netflix now check it out it's winning some awards all over the place for acting and writing and stuff let's see if we think it is deserving of those accolades let's start with our guest benevolent lord master jordan route yes uh yeah so i saw this back at new york film festival
1: where it was uh, the centerpiece selection um quite liked it then um more so because of the there was a few scenes that really got to me I definitely cried a few times um and then I just rewatched it and on a second watch um it's actually more the supporting characters that stand out for me um Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson I think they're okay in the film um I actually liked Adam Driver a little bit more in the report which I don't think you guys have talked about yet but um have not know yes uh I I think there's a with um Noah Baumbach style, he, you know, if, if you've seen his earlier films, uh, you know, there's a sense of um, kind of spontaneity, and they feel a little more erratic. Whereas this one feels a little more, aside from a few things, a little more uh, like a softball in terms of, um, you know, it's it's presenting this one idea at the center of it, and then it's just kind of exploring that. Whereas something like Meyerowitz Stories or Mistress America um it has this kind of more like i said like even the best blue bitch um energy or just kind of this you know
3: Whoa, rude
1: you don't oh <laughs> um <Yikes. laughs> yeah
0: so no no I'll but
1: <laughs> but with this one um yeah i think there's certain um like elements and scenes that work really really well, well for me and then there's some other ones that that don't work quite as well but um really liked Ray Liotta, Lord Dern, Alan Alda, all the lawyers as you said Merritt Weaver is great um yeah I the the big issue for me I think is that you don't necessarily buy that Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver um their, their kind of chemistry beforehand um I mean obviously you don't see a lot of it it's really in the first like seven minutes in the these two montages that happen but um yeah like I like I said it's 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 a little bit of a mixed bag even though i'm I'm mostly positive on it but i um I just wish kind of kind of their central relationship was harder even though you're seeing the the dissolution of it. I feel like um if I bought more into them, I would have been more um, emotionally overwhelmed by it but uh yeah, some great ideas in it and it's nice to see Noah bomb kind of on this other playing field after, making fairly smaller movies beforehand um, to see him kind of be the front runner for certain awards and, and stuff like that is, is exciting. So yeah, mostly positive, but um, with some reservations.
0: All right, Bill Graham.
3: Yeah, I really enjoyed this film. Um, I think there are some shots whether, uh, you know, there's a, a key scene where Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson really have this kind of uh, verbal uh, fight. And I noticed that a lot of those sequences uh, are just oners, or uh, not one-ers, I guess, uh, shot reverse shots. And it's really disorientating because you know that sometimes that means that those scenes were like filmed separately, like, uh, you know, uh, separate from each other, maybe even on different days, which is a a little, I don't know. Um, that brought me out of the movie, but that's, that's me bringing more knowledge than, you know, I probably should be bringing into the film, but even still, um, but other than that, I really found this film to be affecting and really work. Um, I think, You know, towards the end, Adam Driver has a couple of sequences that just fucking are miraculous. And, you know, I'll say this. I feel bad for people that have watched Girls because apparently that has peppered their experience with Adam Driver in the future to the point where like they can't see past his character in that show, which apparently he's kind of like a he's a amazing dig.
2: in that show though. Like I would yes say he yes, is not, but but he was the good thing about that
3: show. Yes, yeah. yes, Ooh, but, I like that show. Like, oh my god! I do I know, too, but okay. I think Adam Driver is the best part of that show. I, I agree. I agree. I think a lot of people end up taking his character from girls and are like, I can't see him as anything other than that, sure. and I think that sucks. So, he's um, but he's done so much stuff since then. That I and I, I know, but again. but that that has kind of followed him around for some yeah, reason. Um, okay. but uh, other than that, I think he's fantastic. I really think everybody's on their a game in this film. Um. I think the yeah I won't I won't say it yet. Um I don't know this film really hit me hard towards the end especially um I didn't have any hang-ups with the relationship. I I don't have to feel like you know they are a killer couple because I feel like you know, this is kind of the dissolution of, of their marriage and, and that story. So uh I don't mind where we kind of start with their relationship. Um yeah, I I really dug this film uh from beginning to end. I mean, I'm sure I'll have some more things to say about it, um, some more issues, but uh, you know, I just got done watching this, so I haven't had a whole lot of time to process it either.
2: All right, Michael Snidell. I haven't been this ambivalent about a movie since on game. Um, I so that's a
0: weird parallel. to draw. <laughs> yeah, it is. I
2: mean, <laughs> this that tells intimate you that... look at a divorce and no, the biggest, they, they movie both in stars Scarlett Star like Johansson. No, I, I know, no, Star? I, I know. Obviously there's so parallels. Uh, but I, I mentioned that because like, I don't know why I'm so incredibly ambivalent towards this movie. Um, I run hot and cold on Bombback. Uh, the only one I really don't like of the, I've seen is while we're young. uh this though I you know it's kind of funny because it's like it's it become a fucking battlefield on on uh, social media in terms of what side you stand with and honestly i think they're both assholes it's true the and last hour know, of this podcast will
0: will just be us <laughs> trying to figure out who is at fault here no
2: please uh, no they're both, they're both at fault and i don't care but like it, it doesn't really matter though because I, I have like west world so- style yarn walls to figure out <laughs> who's the one who's to blame <laughs> But honestly, like I had such a difficult time connecting with this movie. I thought the the writing was so overworked. I, I thought that the the staging. I think Bomback has a talent for blocking, and and I think he does some really nice things with kind of continually to reorient you in spaces. But I thought that the dialogue uh, alternated between like. Uh, cloying, artificial, like stagey, like there was barely a point where I ever found like scenes that specifically included Johansson and driver in the same scene that I felt was ever organic. I I like some of the side procedural stuff, but like, it doesn't like hang the movie together for me or anything. Uh, I think Laura Dern's kind of bad in this, honestly. Um, I think that
1: hot take dropped.
2: No, no, I, I really think, I, I think that the script gives her a really just, uh, extremely, uh, kind of pandery, like uninteresting, like, it, like bulldog lawyer and, and you also get a as a bulldog lawyer and like some of that stuff when they're going at each other is okay but the whole thing where she goes from kind of this like uh you know play nice to taking the knives out shit taking the knives, knives
1: out, out. <laughs> i'm cutting her gems <laughs>
2: um yes the the gems are cut um let's get to the end game yeah, yeah, I. Uh, she's a real
0: hustler. So that's what
2: I like. This is <laughs> this is totally f- f- fine. I guess Um, I'm still not totally convinced on Scarlett Johansson as an actress. That's kind of my own. story. Wow. for like ten years. I think I know, she's here. I know. I think under the skin was still the performance that I liked the most from her. Uh, and Driver, I think he's been better in a lot of different places. I think, for instance, that monologue near the end where he ends up punching a wall is just like kind of embarrassing. Dude, that's like the uh,
0: halfway mark.
2: <laughs> oh, is that the halfway mark? I
0: think yeah. so. Mm,
1: it leans towards the toward more towards the end, but yeah, it's yeah, in it's the not latter all, half, but it's a the End.
2: There's anyway, a shit
0: just, ton to slog through. Oops. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> The perfect transition. Oh crap! <laughs>
2: I
1: uh, tipped my Brian. hand.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, yeah, I'm fine on uh, again hot and cold on Bombback. Mistress America is his best movie. Brian, Ooh, go ahead. I agree.
0: Yeah, so uh, my thought, I guess, on Bombback, I I don't I don't ever know what to think. I'm always like, sure, I'll go into it. You like Meyer? S- I remember that. I liked Meyer with stories. I feel yeah, like I liked good. Greenberg i can't recall if i liked any of the other ones i know i hated francis yeah i was gonna say you hated francis yeah um this movie i i i'm a lot on board with what michael just said except not ambivalent wise i think i just straight up didn't like this movie i um like the characters the movie begins with this like like jordan said seven minute like dual monologue about like what they love about each other and then we spend the entire movie and this may be the point but it is not helpful we send the entire movie watching them fail to live up to any of those things that they said about each other on like a very fundamental level like scarlett johansson says oh adam driver's character is like a great father and he loves doing the things that like fathers do and he seems like he would fucking murder this kid if he was allowed to <laughs> The the car seat scene is actually pretty funny. He just like, like I feel like every minute of the day, he's like, I think I could get away with killing my child uh, because I do not like being around him. And I do not like doing any of these things with him. And I would kind of argue
1: though, the movie is about how divorce or separation can lead you to do things. You don't, you didn't think you were because his monologue is from a thing he wrote before any of this happened.
0: Right. And that's, that is a thing. But I think that then we have the issue of, Like, why were these two people ever together in the first place? Because we don't get to see any of the good things. And this, like, montage that they do is sweet, but we we don't even get to see them slowly become these monstrous lawyer-having people. Like, Scarlett Johansson goes to L.A. and is immediately seduced by the idea of, like, this cool, chic, no-shoes-wearing lawyer... Telling her like, come on, girl, let's get you some from this guy that you don't like anymore. You know, like mm-hmm. it's it's this I, weird.
1: I don't think she's seduced by her. I think like it, I, this is going to spoil, but it's not really a spoiler because it's nothing. But like at the, towards the very, very, very end of the movie, she said she says uh, Lord Dern says like, oh, I got this thing for you. And she's like, oh, I didn't really even want that for me.
0: but she didn't want a lawyer either and she took one like like she she, they they both act with a level of non-interest in their own actions that makes it difficult to root for either of them like they they make it seem like oh we've gotten swept swept up into the divorce industrial complex (laughs) but like Clearly, they are active participants in it, despite the fact that, like, they both are kind of like, oh, boy, oh, boy, I don't know. We said we weren't going to do lawyers, but I guess I'll just hire this extremely expensive lawyer. And then there's just the fact that, like, like Michael said, the writing is is kind of it's not it's a shockingly unintimate look at a divorce in terms of, like, specificity for these characters. Mm -hmm. There's a scene where they have an argument i think it's the scene you're talking about where he punches the wall and then he like cries on the floor Mm
2: -hmm. yes
0: um and they they just like start shouting things that are like if you went on a reddit forum that you would see (laughs) people say about their exes like you've reverted to the person that you were before me and like you know you never gave me anything and it's there's no flow to it they're just shouting platitudes at each other they don't even get their knives out <laughs> in a personal way it's everything they said is deeply just seemingly disconnected from who they are I, you don't get any yeah. sense of a history between these two people yeah. beyond working together in a theater which I, I'm sorry like a movie about two people getting divorced and one is an actress and the other is like a fucking New York theater director and company <laughs> owner who just won a MacArthur Brian, genius Brian? Brian's favorite favorite character in movies. <laughs> Like, And it's funny because it's like, well, at least they're in New York and we're not going to have to deal with L.A. Oh, no, she got a pilot. So we do have to go to L.A. And so it's just like just it's it, this movie is like every stupid hackneyed cliche that you assume an affluent indie director would shove into the story of a divorce
2: and you know, stuff that bamba doesn't previously do like i think this is worse than like he wouldn't do this shit yeah
0: it's <laughs> like it's so it's weird how it's and and, <laughs> and uh, you know, here's a little thing that's going to shock everyone listening and then i'm going to rush past as someone going through a divorce it's incredibly difficult when you're not a fucking macarthur genius grant person so like Half of the bullshit that they should be worried about just doesn't exist in this movie, which doesn't give Baumbach any like latitude to go into anything more emotional. Because when you fucking get divorced, you're taking a single income and splitting it in half. And you have to be like, can I even afford to live in my house anymore? Like, if you're the person who leaves, it then becomes, well, where can I afford to live and you have a child and it's just like, well, are you like, where's the kid going to stay? You know, is it going to be here? Is it going to be there? Like, but the movie is like, well, we're just going to remove the concept of money <laughs> altogether. And we're not going to do anything interesting with the bandwidth that that frees up for all of their other complaints and concerns. And it's just like, I was just like insulting to watch these two people who have like achieved unprecedented professional success and have like no concerns in life at all beyond who gets this kid. That like neither of them seems particularly well equipped to handle,
2: or even interested in.
0: <laughs> right, like you know, like uh, it's just bananas. Like yeah, and Mara, the kid. Weaver seem...
2: should have got custody. <laughs> I
0: was gonna say sure. Scarlett Johansson's mom seems awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was
1: actually really interesting watching. So I saw To The Wonder this weekend and w- seeing a movie that's, you know, somewhat about divorce as well, or at least, you know, romance yeah. and watching a movie that's almost entirely dialogue free about the experience then coming to see Marriage Story, which you, you know, it's literally wall to wall and just the different experiences and how much more you feel for all the characters into the wonder mm-hmm. and and the kind of the emotion and and just through these little signifiers you, you, you get to feel like, you know, history and histories that have been built up, um, you know, in their lives and then coming to see Marriage Story where you don't really feel a lot is, is strange.
0: Yeah, like to the wonder, like the fights in that movie are like staggeringly real, even though you get very little dialogue about it, but mm-hmm. you can see yeah. it in their postures and like the pain. And this movie is just so overwritten, but like, you know, in a way that still, again, does not really attempt to ground any particular character details. And so, yeah, I'm just watching this movie and I'm like, I I just don't know why I'm here. Like, you know, Manchester by the Sea is a movie that felt painfully real because of how specific it was and and everything that was felt and every emotional statement that was made felt true to life. And this is this is really like strangely startlingly cliche Mm -hmm. in a way that I wouldn't expect from Bambach. And I don't even like him that much. (laughs) one of the things I really do like about Bomback is even if I don't believe
1: the characters I like, I feel like his scripts are littered with interesting like quotes or ideas or, or like just very small things. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious if you felt that at all. Like I just think of like, um, in the, in the scene with her, with, um, Scarlett Johansson and Lord during early on when they you know, it's the, the big kind of monologue back or dialogue back and forth. And, um, and Scarlett Johansson says, like, you know, everything starts to feel like everything in a relationship when she's asking about like the sex and stuff like that. And then like, there's all these like different things that um, that I that I thought rang true to, like to a relationship, but not about these people. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, don't know I if mean, you guys felt that at all?
0: <laughs> and that's that's kind of what I was saying, like during that fight when they're like shouting these things at each other. It, th- there, there are a lot of like broad sweeping generalizations that sound like they're dead on. But again, it doesn't feel like these characters have lived through that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. And I don't know if that's a fault of the writing probably, or the performances possibly, or, or what, like, it just doesn't, it just doesn't feel right. And then, um, you know, it's, it, it's funny <laughs> that Bill brought up girls earlier, um, because like girls kind of torpedoed itself by ostensibly being a show about girls, but then it was about, A bunch of white, vaguely affluent, you know, New York living girls who went to like uh, parties and gallery openings and shit. And you're just like, this is not girls. This is these girls. And this is a marriage story, but it's like, it's not a story about the concept of marriage. It's a story about these two people who legitimately sometimes come across like strangers.
2: All right. All right. Well, I yeah, think we're I done, know. guys. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm good.
1: <laughs> Bill, what do you have to say for yourself? Just kidding. I, I actually side almost more with Bill, even though I'm sounding negative, because I, I did actually enjoy watching it.
3: Yeah, I, I don't have a lot of these issues because, I mean, he is telling a story that's relevant to these two characters. So, like money issues and things like that. There certainly seem to be money issues. And, you know, I, I don't know. At, at a certain point, I think we should transition to spoilers to really start talking about this because, you know, otherwise we just start getting into the weeds and, and start talking really specific things, which I think Brian kind of did. But um, I don't know. Uh do we want to get to spoilers? Because I mean, look, uh, this film is is about details. And ultimately, those details are kind of what are important and matter. Um, and without discussing those details from beginning to end, um as they kind of relate to this story, I don't think we can really do it justice. Um, it's tough because I mean, this is this is definitely a procedural in a in a lot of ways where, you know, towards the end we find out a lot more information than beginning and you know there's a lot of a lot of steps along that path and um i don't know i feel like i'm rambling but
1: do y'all agree i do agree that the 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 best part of the movie are the details and not the overall structure or you know I guess, yeah, the characters themselves. So well, we can, I think we can people know how we feel.
0: Yeah, we can, we can definitely get into spoilers for whatever the hell these details that you do, speaking of are.
1: But <laughs> I, I think um. we're going to go line by line in the script.
0: Oh, God. Uh, yeah, you this is probably one it. of those movies where they sent us the script, right? <laughs> they
3: and so did. So we can I, just go get our I, swag script. I don't script know and, if I have it. I don't have it. But ah, you, secondary market. Yeah, <laughs>
2: absolutely. Thank you that privilege I mean, it's, it's not even it's Dr. not even a fucking
3: Bench. secondary market i'm the online film critics association so it's just it's fucking just in the ether not even
0: technically a market just a- <laughs> yes
3: i'm i'm everywhere
0: <laughs> <laughs> um what was i gonna say uh it was something about details it was something about this movie not being great now i can't remember what it is
2: Going kind to of spoilers.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we're just gonna. I, it, my the thing that I was gonna say was non-spoilery, but now I can't remember even what it was. Oh, it was about the procedural elements. The procedural elements in this movie are like a, a like an ABC after school special introducing the concept of divorce to children whose parents may be going through divorce. And like every time that a lawyer tells them about the concept of the legal act of divorce, it just was like, it was like. It was like Noah Baumbach was like looking up divorce laws one day and was like, God, this is all just so crazy. And so he has these lawyers say things that are like, <clears throat> if he leaned into the absurdity, it would become Kafkaesque and more interesting. But everyone speaks so matter-of-factly and then they will just Wikipedia style like spout off the reason that the laws are the way they are. So it has a kind of advocacy This system is broken, kind of thing, but not in an interesting way, and also in a way that turns every lawyer from like the more interesting standout character to suddenly a mouthpiece for like these complaints about the process of divorce.
2: Also, everything is about LA and New York. Like that's the only (laughs) fucking detail they go back to over and over and over again. Yeah, can we talk a little bit about? I think
3: um, I think that's kind of important to their lives so why wouldn't it be but there's so many let's let's go into spoilers
0: yeah well what was jordan gonna say were you gonna say let's just go into spoilers well i was gonna say the best pre-spoiler detail
1: is that um noah bombeck the rumor is that when he was getting divorced from jennifer jason lee to pay for his divorce lawyers he wrote madagascar 3 america's most wanted (laughs) And he's credited on it, so uh, Sissel, <laughs> that would have been a lot more uh, more interesting if the film was about that somehow.
0: It would be, yeah. Instead, he's like, <laughs> I have to direct these not-as-good plays. And I'm like, oh, so you're going to get $13 <laughs> instead of 26 <laughs> like you usually would?
2: <laughs> uh, and I'm sorry, it's
0: Madagascar 3, Europe's
1: most wanted, not America's most wanted. Oh. So I'm sorry, for, yeah. <laughs> really Europe, Europe is yeah. furious yeah. with you for their <laughs> erasure yeah.
0: right now. so let's get into spoilers um they end up getting angry about this
2: (laughs) wait michael did you Uh, say you're getting angry about this yeah i was ambivalent and now we're talking about it i'm like fuck
0: this (laughs) it's 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 again as someone who is going through a divorce it is like watching this movie i was just like has this 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 guy did this guy actually get divorced like i just feel like you know Maybe these uh, characters just suck. Again, I, there's a part of me that's like, I don't think either of them deserves their son, but I, and I also don't think that their son deserves much.
1: <laughs> now I, I have sucks. okay, I have something again because people are shitting on this kid uh, all over Twitter, and I he is just a kid. I don't understand how. I yeah, mean, kids are, he's a are kid. Yeah, and he does annoying things, but he's like, also like
3: everybody I, else's kids are fucking annoying to, to other people. So yeah. fuck yeah. Like, I know many people who like, have charming
0: annoying. as shit children.
1: Okay. <laughs> I know, I okay. But, well, that's, okay.
3: that's awesome. Are they going through a divorce?
0: <laughs>
1: like, yeah, that's not the, not the best of my you know, knowledge. No. I don't want spoilers. Like the, scene, the Halloween scene where he's like, I don't want to go out again for Halloween. Like that was sad. That's true. Like, and, But it's not because he doesn't like his dad. He just doesn't want to. But it's like everything to his dad. And I felt for him. And I, I like that scene.
0: Yeah, I like that but too. See, like I, I don't, uh, you know. And again, I'm, I'm a father, and so like, if I'm like, you know, Cora, do you want to go to the zoo? And she's like, No, I want to stay and watch Shaun the Sheep. I'm like, All right, whatever. I'm not gonna force you to do something you don't want to do, and I'll just hang out on the couch with so, yeah. you and watch Shaun the Sheep. Like, there's something. But th- that's so he came only kind of for that reason, right? Right, no, and right? it also like, sucks that Scarlett Johansson's like, well, Sam and whoever the hell, who are the two? Was it her? The cousins. Cousins? Yeah, they like don't <laughs> like you. Mm-hmm. which oh, is weird because uh, her yeah, mother and her sister fucking love this guy <laughs> yeah.
3: yes um and in, in fact when he towards the end when he comes in and sees the current boyfriend i for sure thought it was uh her sister's uh ex-husband that her mom is still friends with and i was oh, like that would have been hilarious. kidding me <laughs>
2: You know, I, I'm glad
3: hanging out with the parent. <laughs> Come on,
2: I'm glad that Scarlett Johansson is still continuing to date ugly dudes. <laughs> right, it gives hope for the rest of us. <laughs> like who are way way below her station? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I
3: don't know. She, uh, no, I'm I'm not gonna do that. At least she's she not... with
2: Jost or whatever, or who is she
0: huh? with? Yeah, That's she's Colin married Jost. to Colin yes. Jost, right? Oh yikes! Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> jesus michael didn't Cause, cause, I uh, guess. you know, know what else you, you should do if you want to have fun look up who christina Hendricks. i
1: know i know they divorced. No, they're divorced all right oh, let's fuck. let's talk about this film Damn.
2: um
0: yeah what well, i said divorce <laughs> wait scarlett johansson was married to ryan reynolds am i reading this right
2: I don't know. Who cares? Um,
1: someone did. Uh, can, did you see K Austin Collins on Twitter? His interesting point he brought up. No. He was saying how um, any, you know, person who knows a, a full Sondheim song, uh, including like the asides to it, there might be another reason why he's getting a divorce. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Kyle Turner said something to that effect too. Or maybe it was about Joker because we've had so much fucking Sondheim this year. But it
1: it does point to how there's like kind of no kind of sexuality in the movie at all with them.
0: No, they're talking about like how he cheated. And I'm like, that's impossible. This man has never had sex.
2: (laughs) Also, which is weird because that's what his girl's character was. (laughs) It was like literally his first appearance in the show is like. I he's fucking Lena Dunham. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So we've we've all watched documentary now, right? I actually I, never have. I've what? seen I know, I need to. Okay, so there's an episode um in I think it's the most recent season, season three. And it's um oh no, maybe it wasn't. Oh wait, it is, yeah. It's episode three of season three. It's original cast album Co op. And it's a parody of Original Cast Album Company. And it's, it's based, I can never, like Sondheim's just never going to be anything to me anymore. Because that episode <laughs> so thoroughly rips him apart. <laughs> and so thoroughly parodies his like style and everything. And um John Mulaney plays basically him. And it's, it's the best thing ever. So, uh, you know, in this year, this, our year of Sondheim uh it's yes. on netflix check it out uh documentary now is also fantastic and if you're not watching it you should
2: okay i, really I will the Brian. first season
0: uh, anyways
3: let's talk about this yes. movie
0: you want to talk about Why? chicken and
2: rice for the next t- 20 minutes friends? yeah <laughs> let's do Juan
0: loves chicken
2: and rice <laughs> Okay. No. Okay. So let's, let me actually bring us on on topic. What I think is is strange about this, about some of the discourse that I'm seeing is, you know, no, we are not going to get into who deserves it more. But like, I think the strange thing is by trying to be more neutral, this film also neuters its own power because the more that I think about, you know, its attempt of, you know, uh, for instance, taking adam driver off guard every time that you know she's the one she's the one who always starts something and he feels the need to retaliate but like as as i kind of agree with brian as well like scarlett johansson as well doesn't really have much of a character in the movie anyway like it's it's like so what i think is so strange about like the perceived neutrality and like this making it more complex as a movie is that like it doesn't it, it doesn't have any oomph for me like that's what ultimately like th- the fact that both of these need to be at a remove um, and to have like you know them just do ad libs and really have only one or two or three scenes together is just like it's ultimately what makes this movie uh, so anonymous to me. Like I I almost wish they would have picked a side and really just gone for it. Right. They're both very
0: milk toast.
2: Yeah. Like I, I almost wish that it would have been like, you know, an MR wet dream or alternately, you know, uh, feminist pandering if we want to take both sides of the terrible spectrum. And they don't
0: even bring up the the concept of like you know uh uh just basically like family courts usually side with the mother like that's just how it is like you know numbers whatever and like maybe it's because a lot of the men are super shitty but there is a a kind of sense that like well if there's a divorce happening the kid's gonna go with the mom is like, you know, but he is, but
1: he mom. is with the mom almost all the time,
0: right? But like yeah. they, they, never bring that up as like a concern that he should have, which is that like moms are predisposed to winning these situations. Like they just <laughs> I, talk about how much he sucks at. Letting- <laughs> so,
3: so, so one, one thing is is missing from this divorce section there's a fuck ton we've already
0: brought up most of it we already
3: said that we can't imagine these people fucking (laughs) we've brought up
2: the fact that this marriage doesn't
0: seem to make sense in the first place we brought up the fact that it's a extremely privileged union to begin with that like then lets them allied over all the other ugly aspects of divorce
3: like, well, but, the, but, so but that's I say that's this a, that's a one criticism. thing when I'm bringing okay, this okay. up, like, well, hold on, hold on, because you were talking specifically about the details that aren't brought up in the divorce proceeding specifically, not not all these other de- details about like them not being fuckable like that doesn't have anything. I didn't say they weren't relevant. fuckable. I said they I don't, were wait, sexless. I <laughs> know. <Okay, laughs> yeah, whatever. I did
1: like, there is a shot when in the court proceedings where the judge is like, all right, we there's a lot of people that are less privileged than you. Oh my
0: God. That
1: that. And And you kind of, and the camera goes to them just slightly and you're like, oh my God. And and it kind of pulls you out of this bubble that you've been in, which I I did And and
0: it it should. So there's a point where I almost wanted to see like Laura Dern and Ray Liotta just murdering baby seals, eating (laughs) caviar and going, God, I love rich people getting divorced. Like, you know? thank you for smoking, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, in like sitting right next to Nick Naylor and, and his friends from uh, alcohol and firearms, you know, like, I just like, first of all, congratulations to me for remembering Aaron Eckhart's character. Name <laughs> thank know. you for smoking.
2: I, is it really a congratulations,
0: though? <laughs> yes, uh, I like that movie, but yeah, there's like it's it's funny because the movie clearly realizes that like this is not how most of these things go, and the judge even says that like. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people who aren't, you know, like uh, there's a lot of people behind you who don't have the privilege to like have two high price lawyers who are willing to sure, snipe yeah. each other yeah. this hard. We're screaming at each other, right? Yeah. And like they're gonna come here, you know, with their with their things that are signed and and like just try to get out of here because they need to go back to the, one of their three minimum wage jobs, you know. And you two assholes, <laughs> she's got to go well, back they, to her plant based disaster series. Which she wins an Emmy for directing an episode I, of. Yeah, I got even questions. though she has legit never directed anything in her life and says so, because these two characters bad are incapable is of not winning. How easy it is to to win,
1: to win awards. That's what it's about. I did love how um what they were like. Why is or, um the key grip is always flirty. What's what's up with that? Like the little commentary that I'm going.
0: Yeah, like oh, I hate a flirty key grip.
3: Yeah. <laughs> So I actually like that. The commentary about the uh, divorce court, like they showed up there, not for what ends up happening. They showed up there to just sign some papers and get this over with. So of course, you know, they show up and they're doing all of this grandstanding and all this shit. And this judge is just like, what the fuck are y'all doing even in my court like this this is dumb y'all are you know this is this is not something that i feel equipped with handling so he shunts them off and it's because he was just supposed to fucking sign some paperwork and all of this was done as laura dern's character mentions right before ray leota shows up and she's like "Ah, oh, well fuck now this just turned into a knife fight like yeah And so I appreciated the fact that like that judge and that situation is not expected and it's not the way that things should be going down. Um, Point B is that they should also have a lot of discussions beforehand before showing up to that courtroom like that. So they had a lot of shit to deal with before they even got to that courtroom. So yeah, no, like, of course, it looks retarded for these super high-priced Whoa. lawyers to be. What? Oh <laughs> no! 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 Okay, it looks dumb. Yeah. For yeah. Uh, for this to be. Uh, for these two high-priced lawyers to show up in this situation.
0: Okay. But that doesn't, that doesn't, that's, I don't understand what you're attempting here. Like, was that supposed to make the movie better? Like that's
3: like, this. it it makes the movie better to me. Okay. Well, certainly it certainly gives it, gives it a reason for why that situation is even happening, which you, you two just posited that like, it's, Super dumb that it's even happening.
0: Wait, right, it is super dumb that it's happening. Why did like can you give me from a character standpoint, beyond what he says, which is I wanted an asshole too, why he brings Rayliota to a gunfight?
3: What? Like what are you
0: why can't can, can all right. Jordan, can you explain yes. to me exactly why he like throws over kindly old Bert for Rayliota? Like they had just said that like we have basically everything figured out. So like, I
3: th- why well, does no, he, I think, it's not I like think he even
0: thought that Burt was overmatched. He's just like, I don't know. The girl was mean to me. So I'm going to get coke eyes, Ray Liotta to come and be mean to her. back. He, he
3: wants his kid. He wants custody of I, his I kid and he wants to live yeah. in New York. Like that's he's, sold, that's, he's
1: quickly realizing that nice old Alan Alda is not going to get him what he wants.
3: No, absolutely and, not. And, and and, and, a lot and, of
1: stuff is, does happen off screen in this film as well. There's time jumps and things like that where, especially towards the end. So that you don't you kind of don't you're not privy to the conversations that he's having off, off screen.
0: I just it just and, feels to me like you wouldn't have Ray Leota to show up the day that you're going to court. Like if you felt like Bert wasn't doing his job, you would say, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm retaining other counsel.
3: Well, I mean, he he's been pressured quite a bit uh, to the point where even even getting Bert at first was kind of a Hail Mary, um, you know uh we find out that Scarlett Johansson had uh visited 11 different lawyers in the area which apparently is you know uh what we see that in uh in some what is it season 2 of uh of her show with uh, or not her show lord Dern's show uh what is that Enlightened? The thing, no the thing on HBO that's oh, big little oh. yes yeah, Big Little Lies, where they go to a bunch of lawyers, and it's like, why? Oh, also, because you take them off the table. And it And also, sucks.
1: isn't it the the scene right before that is when um, Alan Alda tells that joke, and then it kind of cuts, and he's like, "Am I paying you for to for jokes?" Yeah. And then, yeah. and then I believe, doesn't he win the grant then? And so that means in no, he, he already has won, more won money. the grant.
2: Yeah, yeah. He he won the there.
1: grant Just before he got
0: it, served.
2: Yeah, yes. gotcha. Okay. I think you. That is a good point, though, that it it happens right after. Where he starts telling the joke and then he says, "Are you being paid for it?" But I, I, I don't know What's personally. I, I'm I have less problems with the minute things like character, like character motivation in that court scene than just the fact that I just don't, I don't really feel like Driver or Johansson's characters are ever real people. And the way that the dialogue is delivered, the way that it's written Michael, in that they they bleed they are they are not robots they are real <laughs> we people. see him bleed
0: which is a <laughs> deal that's a pretty like, good scene I, i'll give but you this that is, one this no because this is again that, that bomb like energy
1: i hope i wish the rest of the movie had that strangeness
0: right the, and that's what i'm saying about like the the kafka-esque if they had leaned into that more maybe it would have been working but like so this is another problem that i have like like i said you you bring up the procedural elements and then i bring up he suddenly gets ray Liotta, and we are not privy to his thought process in that other than like that he basically comes and says, like, well, I wanted an asshole too. Well, well, then why did you have Bert still working with What's-Her-Face to hammer this out? When did you make this decision? Like, Probably has she just minute. not spoken to Bert in, like, a month? Or it, was it literally, like, the night before? He's like, I don't know, we're about to go to court. I think I want Ray Liotta now. Like, and he wasn't willing to pay the $25,000 retainer, but he's willing to pay basically $35,000 to get Bert and then to get Ray Liotta too? And then... He he has this disastrous meeting with the 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 CPS woman or whoever the hell she is, where he fucking slices his arm open. And then the next scene is Scarlett Johansson and her fucking family having this choreographed singing, dancing <laughs> thing. And then, uh, you know, Laura Dern being like, so we got everything we wanted. And also I screwed him over a little extra hard because I wanted to. Um, congratulations. And so it's just like, it, it's not even like they won. It's like he cut himself and embarrassed himself. And he's like, well, I'm just going to call it a day.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, I imagine it, it's hard to win a, uh, a legal proceeding when you slice your hand open in but front that, of the you lady. You don't that, have to like, write
0: the movie that way. That's the, the problem that I have is that like the movie just takes shortcuts over like him, like what if he had had a completely pleasant meeting and Scarlett Johansson had had a completely pleasant meeting and then you just have the fickle nature of bureaucracy has to choose one of them.
2: It stacks the deck.
0: Yeah. I'm curious what you guys
1: think of his other divorce film, um, Squid in the Whale. I did not see it. That. it. It's oh, okay. fine. Okay. That mm-hmm. is more from the child's perspective, but um, the I mean, I, I feel for those characters much more and. Um, in that film but yeah all right just checking Uh
0: (laughs) (laughs) just just
1: wanted to be sure uh yeah um i I do find it interesting that um alan alden i don't know if it's just because of his casting he is one of the few characters who actually feels like a completely formed human being even though you only see him for about two scenes
2: yeah i would agree with that
0: i think i think Uh, it's part of it is that he brings that energy to it Mm-hmm. Um, the I mean, way that he like, you know, looks for coffee and like, you know, is getting his, his he has more business maybe like to do, like he has to find his glasses.
2: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, maybe that that's helps.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that there's almost, uh, the more I think about the rhythm And uh, the way that this is structured, I I think it for me, it's a failed gambit between, you know, trying to get into the mind of these two couples. But then also, I I think there's an imbalance then with the procedural things. You know, again, I'm I'm not necessarily bothered with the time jumps and things like that, but I am – Bothered in the sense that those scenes very very rarely felt organic, not on a logistical level, but even on a flow level for me in terms of, you know, what... When you know, something seems like it has big impact and when it doesn't. And when, for instance, they're going to very much seem, uh, excuse me, make Adam driver seem like he's the good guy. And when they're going to like, just the way it goes back and forth felt so calculated to me in a way that it never felt like there were any true stakes for me. There was never like, it's interesting. You mentioned the spontaneity earlier, uh, Jordan. And I, mm-hmm. I, I do think that is, a uh, a, uh, uh, a positor is a is a real um skill that that he has even in films i don't like like uh while we're young and the ayahuasca scene mm. um but like i in this every single one of those you know uh you know th- them you know, making a move and then someone like re- retaliating, just the rhythm of that never once felt to me like we were watching a divorce proceeding or, or getting a sense of any, um, yeah, again, any of that rhythm, any of the, you know, if things seem like they mattered, if they didn't. And yes, he could be making a point then that, divorce is as fickle as you know, you have a bad day with a CPS worker. But again, i I, I don't I, I don't think even that is enough because, as Brian said, like it's not like it's a it's a Kafkaesque like uh, it, it's a Kafkaesque uh, commentary or it's not like it's extremely acerbic or absurdist in a way where, of course, that's where that would be the trump card. like it, it's just it was very strange to me. The way that, uh, yeah, j- just the the weight that some things had, and then the weightlessness of other things. Right. Like,
0: I think if you really wanted to get across this concept of like divorce is a dehumanizing mechanism that like sure. turns you into a monster or like treats you like a child, then you almost like wouldn't ever see Scarlett Johansson or the kid. Like, you would have this one guy. Bumbling around, doing what he's told, and then being told that what he did was a terrible idea.
2: But it wants to be neutral, so right. it it kind of loses that
3: teeth, well, in I, my I, opinion. I think, I think part of the reason that it wants to be neutral is because it wants to show that from the outside, these couple are this couple is fairly agreeable heading into divorce. And that as soon as they're having to make decisions, um, you know, like right when we start, we have that kind of mediation uh, mm-hmm. that Scarlett Johansson is just like, no, I'm not fucking reading this note that I wrote. Because I think it's terrible. And Adam Driver's just like, I'll okay. mine. And, <laughs> and you guys can suck
1: your own dicks. Yes. Yeah.
3: And, and it's just one of those situations where, when you are placed in a position where someone else is telling you, hey, here's, here's what we're going to do, that sometimes the two adults in the room, will just, or the three adults, but the two, uh, cup or the couple will look at each other and just go, no, fuck this. This is, this is, I'm choosing my own way and I'm choosing my own life here and I'm not doing this right. And it's frustrating because sometimes when you are a couple, you're supposed to make decisions together. And if you don't make decisions together, you end up having this big giant argument or you go your separate ways, right? And in this case, you can't go your separate ways because there's still a kid involved. There's still assets involved. There's still all of these legal proceedings involved. And so they have to have these arguments and they have to have these fights. And now, uh, and so – I don't know, like, I find it pleasant that he decides to make these two characters fairly neutral to the audience initially, and then starts kind of each one of them gets to have their moment where they seem like a complete and utter dick. And, you know, it's it's so easy because that scene with Alan, Alan Alda is really kind of the crux of this film for me when Adam Driver has a clear and obvious choice to make where he can make all of this very, very easy and start to kind of figure out like where he wants to kind of you know give in this situation because he knows that unless he just wants to drain his bank account right or drag this this proceeding out for a long period of time the easy decision here is to just let his kid live in LA and go visit him when he has visitation rights and that's it and, 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 it's, it's a very easy thing for an outsider to look and go, why are you being so dumb about this? This is going to ruin you. This is going to ruin your relationship with your ex-wife. This is, might ruin your relationship with your kid. Like this is going to get really nasty, really quick. And I think maybe that scene when he cuts himself open, maybe that's not necessarily just because he had that disastrous situation with the with the lady, but maybe it's also him just realizing this doesn't make any fucking sense. Like I'm I'm going crazy. I do this trick in front of my kid all the time in front of other people, and now I just slice my own <laughs> hand it's open. One
0: bandaid on it.
3: Yeah, he, well, he he puts two; they're connected. But yeah, he, I, I he pulls out like a fucking like just a random box of band aids, and I was like, "That's not gonna cut it, bro!" Like the paper towel. <laughs> when yeah. I,
1: when I first saw the movie, I had generally thought he was going to
0: die. Like I thought, yeah. like, yeah.
2: uh, would have been, been a more interesting movie. I, yeah, <clears throat> if like he
0: mean... died like that, and people thought that he committed suicide, <laughs> <laughs> and the truth is, he's just a fucking idiot. Yeah.
3: Oh, my know. God, like, that I, was that would I be just, such
0: a hilariously dark ending. <laughs> I, I love that.
3: Mm. Um, but yeah, I just uh, I, yeah. I, I think I think that's the beauty of this film is that all Alan Alda scene because it's just so clear and obvious what his decision should be because he's fucked. Like uh, you know, Alan Alda lays it out. Laura Dern lays it out. Everybody's kind of laying it out. And so what does he do? He doubles down and he goes, gets Ray Liotta who basically told him exactly what was probably going to happen. Right. As soon as he heard, uh, is it Mona? What, what's her name? The, the Lord Dern's character, Nora. Nora. Uh, Nora, as, as soon as he heard Nora's name, he's just like, Oh fuck. Okay. Well, this is going to get real expensive. Um, you know, and he's right. And there was a lot of stabbing and backstabbing and a lot of shit said via those lawyers. And you could tell that Scarlett Johansson a lot of times was feeling pained by the information that she gave Lord Dern as ammunition. Yes, but to hopefully smooth this shit over. And then, you know, all of this shit just ends up being just shot at each other and, you know feelings and all this other stuff it's it's just thrown under the bus it really is and that's that's what i appreciated about this film is is it paints divorce in this way that when legal proceedings get get involved a lot of this shit gets out of your hands to the point where like you know you you wish that you could have some kind of discussion some kind of calm Uh, rational discussion but then again you're also going through a divorce and a divorce is basically when usually when two people just cannot agree on shit anymore you know and there's there's no other way to have these kind of things uh kind of uh agreed upon without having a third party and usually having representatives as you know, part of this proceeding, which just muddles everything.
1: So. I agree with that. That's what I like most about the movie as well. How it's two fairly decent people. Are then good. The,
0: I, like, I think That's so. the part that I keep coming back to. They don't seem particularly decent. And again, they don't really seem to care about their kid. Like. Well, yeah. Decent, <clears throat> decent in the sense that they have well
1: intentions for this divorce. And then how I think the movie does acutely show how, it gets out of hand without them necessarily even changing their personalities much. Like that fight they get in is seems fairly natural for the situation. Like it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not like there's some crazy left turn character turns. Like I feel like the movie does, you know, does um, lay it out pretty well and, and builds a nice foundation in that sense where you're seeing the things make sense that are happening is what I'm, is what I mean. Mm -hmm. And, um, and yeah, and as Bill laid out, yeah, for the last five minutes, that, that aspect <laughs> of it uh, uh, is did ring true to me. But like I said, but the characters themselves did not, if that, if that makes sense. But I think he is commenting on the foundation of divorce in, in pretty eloquent ways. But obviously,
0: uh, I don't
1: have much experience with that. So I don't know. I was going to ask you one thing, Brian, related to like the reality of it. Yeah. Is is it true that you have to pay for the lawyer of, of the other party? So it's like um, 30%, 30
3: percent, 30, 35. I have not found
0: that to be true so far. No, <laughs> um, my marriage was not that long. So maybe I guess to escape that or maybe the rules in Maryland are different. Um, I don't know I, that like, huh. in all my discussions what? with my lawyer, uh, that has not been a thing that came up
3: when when he says <laughs> that, though, I think what what kind of made sense to me was if you're going to have a discussion with someone else's lawyer via your lawyer, you have to pay for that lawyer's time. Right. Gotcha. And because, yeah. uh, because well, I mean that, that makes sense to me No, the because the lawyer bills the client for whatever time they spend on the client. So yes. And that's why it's not an even split. That's why it's a 35%. So you're not getting billed fully. And you're not splitting it down the middle, but you're getting a portion of that bill because your your lawyer's demand on their lawyer's time is money that they have to spend. But right?
0: the, but I mean I don't like I don't think does that make I don't, sense? I don't find that to make any sense now because is, if is you it like, were acting set, yeah. as the okay. agent for a party, then the party is the one who pays you, and if that acting means that you have to interface with another person's lawyer, you're still Acting as the agent of the primary party who is paying you.
3: Well, but okay, so, so like
2: <laughs> a a lawyer.
3: Okay, well, I mean, you're you're disagreeing, and I'm I'm bringing up something else. Uh, I mean, a lawyer's time is build time. Period. Yes. Right. Whatever time they spend. Yes. So if you are part of a proceeding, right, and let's say, let's say. Alex is getting divorced from Jerry. I don't know, whatever. If Jerry's lawyer is just like, well, fuck it. We'll just bleed them dry. I'll just keep sending them all of this shit that I want them to do. Uh, We'll drag them into this meeting. We'll drag them into this meeting. We'll drag them into this meeting. And it's okay because they have to pay for all of that bill.
1: I So right? it's on a mutually agreed upon upon meeting that was said. It's something exactly. the other person. is Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
3: You, you, the lawyer is being drugged into proceedings and all of this other shit. And so in order to make sure that you don't just bleed them dry by dragging them into a bunch of courts, you have to pay 35 percent. That makes and sense so-
0: on an in, in a in a sense. It makes sense. But I do not believe that that is the way that that ought to work. Mm.
3: Uh, yeah, and I, and so I, I don't I know if the you, 30% yeah.
0: is like a is is because of that or if it's just like well you're technically married and like yeah like I don't think it's dependent upon how much the other person's lawyer talks to you you know what I'm saying like I think it might just be like a marital property kind of thing
3: mm-hmm. I don't know because I, the, it, I, even
0: I, even if that even if even if the lawyer is representing you it, they are still acting upon the legal binding agreement of the marriage And thus, it may count as marital property that that happens. As I said, though, this is not something I have had to deal with. Mm -hmm. We could get into all of the specifics of everything happening around... What's going on with me? Probably wait until all the papers are signed and everything to do that. Yeah, this podcast should not be represented. This should not be. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't want this to be like an admissible thing where it's just like, well, he's laid out his entire plan. At one hour and 45 minutes into the film stage show, Brian said this. And therefore, that would be hilarious. I'd have custody.
2: Oh God. Might yeah. get some new listeners. It's
0: <laughs> weird. All the IP addresses belong to law firms. Um, <laughs> No, and and again, it's just, it's just as weird to me that, like, I just, it never, like, they're, like, all about, like, oh, I just want, I just want my son, you know, that kind of thing. Like, uh, the Thomas Jane in Arrested Development, I just want my kid back. (laughs) Um, But, like, you, you never really feel that from them. Like, there's just, there's a weird lack of, like, chemistry in this family, even as it relates to just being with the child that they all care about, you know? And I guess, like in my situation, like no matter what's going on, you usually still feel the warmth and tenderness for the child involved. No matter how bad mm. everything else is, mm. you know, like at least on my side, but, um, it's, I agree. It's, it, that is definitely missing. from. The and films. you know, maybe it's because the kid is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with that performed. he is just a kid yeah yeah uh,
2: but again we have
0: had good kids in movies you know like you gotta cast a kid super you mean, well do you mean kids that behave or kids that act well kids that act well okay that are wow. assholes
3: that's that's rough
0: this kid uh, i don't know i did not like the treatment of this child as a character really honestly like there's a lot about this kid that kind of made me uneasy while watching this movie <laughs> like i think oh. that the i think that i he don't is know if written, i want you to explain but go ahead he is written in a way that made me think that they were trying to infer some sort of um spectrum disorder but did not want to give a name to it
2: <laughs> i kind of felt this way yeah too.
0: and it made yeah. me very uncomfortable i hate it when they do that in movies like they're just like oh well he has trouble reading and he's eight years old but oh he's so good with math and I'm just like, really. <laughs> there is
2: some weird coding there, as I. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and so I had I had some issues with that. Also, I, I just, just his wha- his very like stolid like, you know, mom, can you stay with me now? And dad, you can come and wake me up later, and read to me then. And I don't know if that's like not not good delivery on his part, or if that's again like oh. trying to be like the, the vaguely, poorly written I, I, cliche. I
3: I feel like sometimes people ask for uh, these characters to have like personality and, and these nuances and these things that you can kind of, Say this is that character, and I feel like Noah Bombak, yeah, Noah Bombak gave him that characterization. And you know, sure, maybe if you're reading it as on a bit of a spectrum, or maybe he's just got learning disabilities and uh, he's in the middle of trying to learn how to read, and that shit fucking blows. And if you're a kid and you're like, I'm good at math, I can do math, I don't have to think about it, but reading kind of sucks and all my parents want me to do is just sit here and like clap out words and it's like bro I don't want to do this and I don't know like I I have attention deficit disorder and I'm not on a spectrum but when my parents set me down to do fucking homework I was a asshole and I didn't want to do that shit Okay, but what does
0: any of this have to do with the fact that this kid is written this way and it made us uncomfortable? Like, that they didn't just address it better, you know? Like,
3: I just mean Again, I mentioned it right at the beginning. He's giving him that kind of character. He's giving him some kind of tick. He's giving him some kind of. He's not
0: because he's not addressing it. Like, this is the fucking problem. If he made this child be this way and it was addressed in the movie and became a part of the story at large it would be what? a characteristic as it is now it is a strange quirk that is commented upon but not investigated or discussed in any way like it doesn't I, I it doesn't count as what... characterization in that point it just becomes an aspect of the story it doesn't so you become want you want a everything cohesive... to
1: hit you over the head brian and beyond this sorry. movie hits you over the
0: <laughs> head <laughs> i'm just i'm just messing with it. <laughs> sorry <laughs> Michael just erupting.
2: No, I just, I just want to reinstate. I, beyond, we are so far in the weeds. I just think the way that this movie's written is bad. It's a writerly <laughs> monologue, self-conscious bullshit that reads like a director who w- wants to write a relationship, but is still written like a fucking theater director and actress, like. Since
1: we're so vehemently angry, could we recommend some good divorce dramas?
2: War of the so, Rose. I was thinking about that today. I
1: was I was gonna say to bring up two scenes from a marriage, Ingmar Bergman is fantastic, and a separation is
2: fantastic. Separation's good, yeah. The leftovers. <laughs> I, th- no. I thought last year's Not. wildlife was kind of interesting. And um I, is that what I'm thinking of? De Paul Dano and Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. that was really good. I, I thought that was relatively interesting. I, I haven't seen Blue Valley. Mrs. Doubtfire. Time, I say oh, Mrs.
0: Doubtfire is is nuts. Um, <laughs> I, I need to rewatch like Mrs. Star, I I need to rewatch Mrs. Doubtfire. Is there a reason that she will not let him be near the children? What do you mean? He's an asshole. Because like the whole the whole point of Mrs. Doubtfire is like he gets like one supervised hour every other leap year, right? Like, and that's why he becomes Mrs. Doubtfire yeah right so like did, do we learn what he did that made her hate him so much
1: aside i feel from a new him. classic episode coming on right now
3: <laughs> i feel like i don't know. i have that not seen that my movie my since i was Robin five Williams. years old
0: because so yeah. <laughs> like thinking back on it i was just like right divorce like one parent gets the kid that mm. makes sense as a child that just made sense to me like that's just mm. what happens but then i was like or is it like that doesn't really actually seem to make any sense at all to me um,
3: certainly if, the, if they gave a reason, then we probably wouldn't root for him as an audience member. So that would ruin kind of the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Like if it, if it was bad enough for her to basically be like, you get one hour every other leap year, then. Right.
0: Yeah. Like, so what was the, what was the family friendly reason they came up with for her to be like, fuck
3: they, they you full custody. They probably did do that. <laughs> brian like you're you're making you're making it very complicated out of a robin williams uh comedy where he dresses up as a lady some of like, those
0: things get real high concept though like they, his, they go sure in they go into like line of wikipedia says his estranged wife considers him
1: unreliable because oh, he's a freelance voice actor it?
0: okay <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yep it might just be like you can't because take he doesn't have and a steady have no job place and his, to take yeah. them yeah which um yeah. I'm not going to comment on my own situation, but <laughs> did anyone
1: see I'm um, custody from last year? That was intense as hell.
0: No, I heard that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm been, I'm, Anyways, I'm scrolling yeah. through the IMDB most popular divorce movies and TV <laughs> shows.
2: Isn't there another Iranian film called, or maybe it's Greek court. C-O-U-R-T. Oh, I think, I think that's from India. I believe. I remember Alan Schurstall recommending that mm-hmm. one quite a bit. Yeah. Live didn't
0: I review gay. a Georgian movie that was about a divorce? Hmm. <laughs> Cannot remember. I don't know. Number one <laughs> is
3: Jordan, Jordan. runs a website full of reviews, and you're <laughs> right, like, so he didn't should I remember every review one that we ever did. Specific <laughs> thing. <laughs> like, uh, no. So number
0: one on this list is The Irishman. Oh, oh wow, that, that's like a point what? five seconds of yeah. He like-, like I'm getting a new wife. There's never a good time to leave. Oh, yes. My. But happy that's when family, I left mine. Brian, my happy
2: family. Which
0: oh, is yeah. Great. OK, see, you know what I was talking oh, about. Oh,
2: my happy family was good. Yeah, that's a
0: good yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, The Wolf of Wall Street. Crawl. <laughs> he, it all know, comes back to crawl. Every time
2: we <laughs> Her. No.
0: I remember her feeling oh. pretty, pretty real in terms of like his inability to move on.
3: Her, know, is, that a, is that a divorce? I thought it was just a relationship.
0: No, no. He's definitely getting divorced from Rooney Mara. He signs the papers and everything. Mm. Ah, huh.
1: Um, Americans, Psycho.
0: Intolerable Cruelty. Room? That, uh, huh? Apparently
3: Room it, was about a divorce? I don't know about that.
0: I
2: saw That's Room.
3: Huh. I, I feel like this... Like, this is some does the dog guy kind of shit where it's like, here's this one specific element. Yes, it's a divorce movie. It's like, what the fuck?
0: Nocturnal. (laughs) This is not
3: not die hard is a Christmas movie kind of shit. Like, this is this is this is some next level. This is
0: any movie that mentioned these are not movies about divorce. These are movies that may at one point mention the words divorce. Like, apparently, won't you be my neighbor is a divorce movie, according to this. Brokeback Mountain, technically correct.
2: Yeah.
0: Dawson's Creek. hmm Okay, I'm not reading any more of these. Right. I, the, my, the I guess C. my answer is that. The like, OC, Brian. Oh, the OC. <laughs> I haven't watched it. Who gets divorced? Oh, Don't no, tell me Don it's Lewis. spoilers. Actually,
1: I would say um before the Midnight trilogy, before Midnight. Or the before trilogy. Even though they
0: aren't. They don't yes. get. They don't end up getting divorced at the end of. I know, then. but it's but about marriage. But mm-hmm. that is such like that's a that's actually a really great uh, married couple arguing movie. Yes, yeah. like that is some real ass shit right there. Yep, it can. Well,
3: that's it can, also that's also like you can feel those two actors writing that dialogue as well. Yeah. I would like, say that that feels way more organic than. And than
2: like, this.
0: That's, that's kind of what I was saying about like the scene in in Marriage Story where they're like just shouting reddit posts at each other you know it's just like there's nothing there's no there there and the before movies like the before midnight you can feel them reaching into the gray matter of their own brains for the shards of memories that they can use to gut the person next to them who they love more than everyone else (laughs) that is a beautiful beautiful way to put it brian thank you (laughs) that was really good we can't do any better than that so i was about to say now it's over (laughs) i've won because i created an analogy so perfect
2: (laughs) but what sandwich is this movie
0: um uh white bread on mayonnaise on white bread (laughs) it's one of those
2: again so no glass in in this one there's no glass (laughs) mayonnaise
1: yeah there's yeah that that's a great scene the lunch ordering scene it's
0: it's just a microcosm of the whole film and I Driver hated, cannot decide what to do. Anything.
1: I,
3: I kind of hate
0: the fact that this movie like ends with them. Like even though they have hammered out over the course of like many tens of thousands of dollars, this agreement still like just man <laughs> over it. And like he's taking the kid for an extra night because she wants to go to dinner and he's tired yeah like that's like that's and it the movie seems to like think that like that's a victory like oh they've won over the system but at the same time like you guys let yourselves get whipped up into it and now you're just doing whatever the fuck you want anyway
1: and yeah maybe that's what it's trying to say
0: again but i think that like the movie if it really wanted to say that it should have it should have done all the things that i've already said like it should have been either more kafka-esque or it should have been more rooted in process and these characters should have been more fully organic characters. Like right. that, that ending belongs okay. to a movie that this movie may have aspired to be, but did not actually achieve.
1: I think it achieved it on on a final note. Did anyone else see Jojo rabbit?
0: No,
3: I haven't seen it yet. I got uh, a okay. screen. Here. There's
1: a strange tie in with the last shot of this film <clears> and <throat> something Scarlett Johansson does in Jojo rabbit, but I won't spoil it. Oh
3: yeah. I forgot. She's in that too. Uh,
0: I 100% don't care. Uh, spoil it off. Mike.
1: Oh no, it, it's really Jojo Rabbit's no. not worth seeing
0: whatsoever. So I don't uh, yeah. spoil it off mic I will not. because I want to see it. All right, well Bill will log off and then you can spoil it <laughs> Spoil it before Bill logs off. <laughs> Do it now. Oh, Do right. it right now.
3: No. No. Should no. we play Does the Dog Die? There's no dog in no. this movie. No. Let's okay. go home. <laughs> I want to go home. Let, Michael.
2: Like,
0: Michael, where are you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: go home it's it's been a really long weekend guys you don't know
0: uh it's been a really long weekend for me yesterday i put up christmas lights and then uh picked up all the leaves in my yard and then today i spent how long like i don't know eight to ten hours at the distillery
3: check your privilege brian
2: take us home brian
0: i will take us home uh I, i will say i looked at that does the dog die thing and it's it's not it's not great there is one actually there's one thing that's funny on here
3: okay the rest of it is not I, great. I so haven't I'm just been gonna able to
0: play you it this yet, one I'm just saying, so I'm just gonna ask you this I'm gonna ask you this one question first of all the first <laughs> does, question does
3: you have a not a happy ending <laughs> the first question is
0: does the dog die we all know the answer is no now here's here's the really good part are there ghosts what <laughs> No.
1: Um, <laughs> no. Oh, on, sta- on stage, isn't the play about someone oh, who's shit. dead or something? I, it feels very ghostly, the, the play. See, that
3: in. would be some does the dog die shit right there. I, I can only right.
0: think of the Uncut Gems play <laughs> for some reason. Oh, when she shoots money out of her mouth? <laughs> yeah. Spoilers for Uncut Gems. <laughs>
2: But, like,
0: not really. <laughs> no, no, 100% not a spoiler. Okay. Um, okay, so the, the answer is no, according to this. However, the top comment, Charlie dresses up as a ghost, but it's oh, just got, a simple I... bedsheet Halloween costume. I was triggered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. you might as well have been.
3: I, ju- I don't remember a ghost in uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club. Is Is there a ghost in that cover?
0: <laughs> I'm sure that there's... There's bound to be a ghost somewhere in that, right? That's weird. Okay. I don't know. Who knows? Mm. I I just I just needed to do this. I looked up the "Does a dog die for a ghost story?" just so I could go and make sure that they said that there were ghosts in it. <laughs> four to zero so yes, many dogs
2: are. die every animal in the world dies in that movie <laughs> no you should do like 21 grams does the dog die there is <laughs> or not actually 21 grams i that's what i meant doesn't a
0: dog die in that movie like during the An pioneer op- thing in, no in yeah. a
2: ghost story and it goes oh.
0: well every, everyone dies yeah it's true mm-hmm. it does it goes quite a few places um <laughs> yeah we all all
3: right let's get out of here i think yeah um, i'm i'm ready to divorce
1: Bill Bill's annual. Let's wrap this shit up, guys. Bill, who was called out
0: in the Slack channel for like, does he like being on this?
2: (laughs) He's always the one at the end of the day, just going, "All right, let's come on, guys. Can we stop?" That was my shit for a while. I I'm offended that I lost my reputation.
0: <laughs> I'm just glad that you you slacked us before this began and said, "Ah, uh, I don't know if I'm going to have anything to talk about. I didn't connect with this movie at all." And I was Sh- like,
2: shrug emoticon was my shrug emoji. God damn it, emoji was my reaction to this movie." Yeah, but we were able to whip you up into a frenzy.
3: Sure. yeah he, he had one out i, was so, at I
0: was so glad i i needed it i needed to be on and ha, and have an outburst
2: so <laughs> oh man
0: it's it's not like mother when we had to have you on because michael just shut down
1: and <laughs> refused how
2: many times do i have to say this was fucking pills <laughs> uh, and,
1: and darren anoski has not made a movie since then michael i think it's because
2: of you
0: yeah, <laughs> he heard that episode and went that poor young man. I
2: can't continue <laughs> weck room for a dream and mother. I mean, he's got two real bombs there. So
0: who had a more dysfunctional marriage? The people in marriage story <laughs> or the people in mother?
3: Would would mother be a divorce movie?
0: No, I
1: also I just literally before watch, before um, coming on here, I just finished the Nightingale, which is is not a, also a good marriage film.
0: I mean the marriage is nice it
3: just doesn't <laughs> last
1: long <Yeah. laughs> for about 5 minutes yeah
0: let's
3: Ooh,
2: let's, that, that let's was... fucking
3: wrap this up let's, yeah. let's, 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 great movie let's, i feel um, like we're, we're, we're
0: what are, we're, we're, are we talking about so looking at the cliff but
3: not waves
2: waves is next or week richard jewel
0: waves and
2: or no, richard jewel oh waves and or richard jewel yes oh,
0: right right yes so look okay. forward to that uh don't forget that we are brought to you by movie the online streaming cinema Every day there are fabulous curators bring you a brand new film to watch. Uh, we talked earlier about Senso. From there, uh, Are there
3: you, any divorce movies on there? Yeah, I think Michael yeah, said that,
0: that uh, is, In the Family is. the
2: Family okay. by okay. Patrick Wang, yeah. Mm-hmm. Better than this one? I have not seen it. <laughs> okay. So, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of behind on movies. Let's let's put it that way.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I too am behind on movies. <sighs> Don't forget to go to WAFCA.com or .org. I can't remember the the website of my own critic circle. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> it's WAFCA, dot com slash awards to be able to see all of the winners for the Washington Area Film Critics Association. Check them out. Let me know
1: well, what we'll you tune
3: thought. Tune into the film stage where I'm sure we'll post that.
1: Maybe Jordan? tune in uh, to where uh, in we this posted. link. I'll post it in this <laughs> in, in this uh, in this podcast. Feed, if Brian reminds me too,
0: yeah, I'll try to remember that.
1: And if I can plug two things, we're gonna have our year end coverage coming up pretty soon, yeah. yep, yep, leading yep. up to our best films of the year, and then and also. Um, I posted a little holiday gift guide with some good some good stuff so check Ooh, it out. And I'm sure Ooh, that all Jordan. of
0: us will be uh will be uh what's the word contributing to <laughs> all of those write-ups for the end of the year.
3: Jordan, yes. as a writer or as a founder of a film website, yes. would you agree that now is a good time to do a best of decade or wait? Wait.
1: Absolutely wait.
3: I wait mean, wait until the next year, right? Until yeah, I mean not the
1: whole, entire next year, Let's but maybe like planning, June I'm or gonna July do it in like next year. Yeah. Yeah, like oh, spring oh.
0: slash early summer. Oh, Give some time for yeah. reflection, you know? Let people check up. I need to know if a hidden life is number like, one like on my are, list or the only thing on my list.
3: But <laughs> like you are considering twenty nineteen to be the end of this decade. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. yep.
2: So is Vitellina Varela a 2019 movie or a 2020 movie? <laughs>
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm going by 20. I'm going by for and decade stuff. I think it. I think it's like the premiere status, not the U.S. release. So yes, Vitellina Varela. Yeah, I think so, a decade um,
0: allows you to take a more long view of. Yeah, all so
1: that stuff. a lot of good movies to come, like First Cow and uh, Baccarat and Martin Eden. Yeah. So, Wild I
0: well, that, I just mean, well, no. you mean one's Rise coming Skywalker out in 2020 that
1: are 2019 films.
0: Cats. Yeah. Look, the fact Those that anyone is voting or doing any kind of listing before Cats has come out is a travesty, and that yeah. is why we will that not best, be doing like- our top 10 until January 24th. Mm. Also, Michael Bay. cap the decade yeah. Dying, cap, looking forward
1: to that. I feel it is very strange that like $150 million Michael Bay movie, and I feel like no one knows that it's coming out this friday
3: about the netflix one? oh it's this friday yeah,
1: yeah.
0: oh, oh shit screw waves and richard jewel
1: yeah <laughs> we're talking about
0: six underground <laughs> No, we will be playing Whatever. that song by the sneaker pimps
3: we have officially oh turned gosh. into the netflix podcast i know i was gonna
0: say
3: <laughs> oh all right let's get out of here let's do it um, coming at some point
0: <laughs> yeah so that's all uh, i think we're done that's uh most of our plugs so uh yeah next week waves slash richard jewels slash six underground who knows it probably <laughs> won't even be but like the last couple weeks we have failed to deliver on the ones that we said we were gonna do <laughs> i feel like we keep doing this to our listeners
3: yeah and i feel well, bad is, about this it is, this is also the issue with fucking like limited release shit where it's like oh this is on netflix versus 50 screens Hmm. Yeah, it's
0: like when we wanted to do the, Paris, the Parasite and the Lighthouse and then we found out that Bill wasn't getting any of those. Yes. Stupid I secondary like, market. Sorry. <laughs> Parasite for Best Picture. Let's make it happen, people. Best Picture Woo! and Best Foreign Language Film. Well, I just met the Oscars. Let's make it happen. We're going to no, have we the don't Oscars talk about that on sync this. up perfectly with <laughs> Wafka. Anyway, right. um, so that's it. Let's tell the fine people at home where we can be found between now and the next time that we are in their ears. Start with our guest, benevolent Lord and Master Jordan Rapp.
1: Uh, no idea. I don't
0: know. At JP <laughs> Rapp on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, Brian. <laughs> There's really that's nothing fair. else. That, that's it. No, I'm, I mean on the film stage, obviously. I don't. I mean, it's 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 obvious.
3: <laughs> it's
1: I don't know what website. else to say. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Do you have like an Instagram you want to plug? You know, you got like, at a the film
1: stage. Blog, stage everything. Maybe? Come come to our. Agnes Varda Retrospective, where I work at Film and Lincoln Center. Yeah, there you go. I will plug that. Collusion. What? Jeez. No. It's, no, it's called on.
0: Synergy, Michael. <laughs> yes. Agnes <laughs> Varda. Oh, the, well, it's, instead of seeing cats, okay? When collusion yeah. is a good thing, it's called Synergy.
2: Oh, okay. Can I see Agnes Varda and cats?
1: Uh, yeah. She has a lot of cats in her films, Cats-ness
2: though, so it's like the Varda? same experience. <laughs> All
0: right. No? No one's going to uh, comment on that thing I just said?
3: What is I want to watch Watchmen. What are we doing?
0: Cats Varda. <laughs> Don't you mean the oh, series finale of Silicon oh. Valley?
3: <laughs> also
0: looking forward to that. Yes. I but
2: I do want to watch Watchmen
3: watch. as well. I, I want to watch this, the, the Watchmen. St-
2: oh my God. Oh, oh, God. endless! please. All right. <laughs> Bill Graham.
3: Uh, you can find me watching Watchmen at CableBFG on Twitter and uh, also mixing it up in the Slack channel where threads are happening. It has begun. <laughs> A revolution has begun. <laughs>
0: Fantastic. So happy for you, Bill. Um, Michael Snydell.
2: You can find me constantly changing my 2019 uh, best of list on Twitter at at Snydell uh i'm on letterboxd maybe don't look there if you want my opinions positive and negative about things to come um and oh what am i doing i'm writing about richard jewell this week for the spool i will be contributing to lists on the spool and maybe a place called the film stage
0: all right, and of course... Oh, wait, wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. wait. And uh, CFCA, the Chicago Film Critics Association, will be voting this week, and that will come out... Give me a moment, Brian, go ahead.
0: <laughs> You're just trying to steal the thunder of everything I'm about to say. Um, <laughs> what uh, what have I got? What have I got going on? Uh, my review of 1917 is still up on the film stage. That's the most recent thing I've written there. Still Again, up. I'm going to take it down soon, Brian. <laughs> wait, Why?
1: No, I'm just the phrasing The phrasing "still up" is funny. Like it would, like I would take it down.
0: <laughs> I was about to say, "Oh God, did we break embargo?" <laughs> no, that would be bad to figure out two weeks later. Um, Jordan
2: disagrees, so he's just <laughs> yeah.
0: after I see a movie. And if I disagree, I delete the review. <laughs> I look forward to
3: it's on uh, the poster.
0: <laughs> I look forward to publishing my twenty thousand word memorandum based around a hidden life at the film stage as well. Yes.
3: Jordan is basically Thanos snapping.
2: Yes. yes. I, I really thought Irishman was going to be her number one, Brian. Really? Fucking, I don't know. In a year that Malick is over. coming out? What the
3: out? fuck are we doing? What's I wrong hit, with I hit Life
2: is better than Irishman. I agree,
0: Brian. Uh, okay, great. Good. <gasps> Happy. Uh, that means that I get to keep doing this podcast for another year. <laughs> Every year, Jordan comes to me and says, if you fuck up your top ten, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't happened yet uh what was i gonna say uh personal site brian all of my uh stuff on the social medias is brian j rowan twitter instagram and all that and um don't forget wafka.com slash awards to see everyone who won the watch Area film critics association awards uh michael snydell did you figure out when your shit's happening
2: yeah thursday december 12th at 9 a.m uh central time our nominees will be up ooh when do the winners come out That is to be determined. (laughs)
0: Sweet. All right. Uh, That's it for today. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time.